Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Well, some folks say that grown-up men are still just little boys. But really, the only difference is the price of our toys. We go for macho symbols like guns and running shoes. Pick up trucks, hunting ducks, and <clears throat> power tools. Power tools. Power tools. Power tools. Yeah, you just plug them in the wall and think of all you can do. You can plant a garden, fix your car, build a house if you want to. If you've got the proper power tools. Well, it is one week before the week before Christmas. This is unbelievable. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas. Allison Lemons is at the board today. <laughs> Terry Lynn is here. Pat just walked in. We had some train emergencies at 71st and Keystone. Of course, the chief engineer and the chief mechanic of everything is Pat. He'll uh, turn on his mic here in just a second because we have a caller, Miss Holly, called first thing this morning about artificial trees. So we'll put Pat to work on that. Is, are, is she sick? The artificial tree? From the artificial trees. You know, every, the, oh. people are getting the sickness. Oh, no, don't. What? I just like that her name sickness? is Holly and she's calling <laughs> about, about an artificial Christmas. tree. It's yeah. precious. Oh. We're brought to you by the... Pat, why don't you jump in here? We're brought to you by the Michelis Corporation. Know, I'm trying to untangle my headphones. Okay. If you could just He's continue on. I think you're doing a great job. Yeah, <laughs> That's the setup right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's when he puts the ball on the tee. Then he brings out Big Bertha. He lines up and then smacks me into the water. I love Big Bertha. I do too. Big Bertha. Who's Big Bertha? I don't you know. know. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm a sitcom in the seventies. Oh. <laughs> we all went to high school with her. Yeah, we did. <laughs> did anybody have a teacher named Swish? Uh, no. <laughs> My our accounting teacher. We called her Swish because as she walked out... That sounds like bullying. No, no. I think this... Did you say bullying? Yes, that's no, this, what I was... This first is thing what that teenage in boys do. Well. You could hear her coming. She couldn't sneak up on you because it was... Denny? Yeah, that's bullying. Now you're... That's now bullying? You're, yeah. You know what shaming is what you're doing. And how do you think she feels? Yes, you're you spreading do. the word. God how bless do you think her. she feels? I went to her funeral. God blessed her. Do you think she did not knew that you all were making fun of her? Uh, yeah, he just wanted to know oh when he was gosh. at his this funeral that back Rudolph. she wasn't swishing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This is really going well. Great... I like it better when you open the show. I am ready now. All right, like it's brought to you off. by Michelis. You take it from there. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Terry Lynn Stacy on my left. Allison Lemons on my right. Well, I mean, you said to board. take it. Now you're introducing everybody. <laughs> uh, well, and now... Well, which way do you want it? You <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do the open? You can do the whole segment if you'd Let like. Let me tell you this. If I got an in the weeds for you two today, this is going to be an in the weeds that will be a classic. Okay. And you will remember it the rest of your life. All right. You ready? Hey, right. good morning. Welcome. Pat Sullivan along with Denny Smith, uh, Terry Stacy, Allison is uh, actually behind the board today. We have a great show for you planned. We have a great in the weeds, one that you will always remember. <laughs> We're not here Later on, long. we'll hear about uh, Denny's accounting teacher. <laughs> but right now, right now, we'd like to talk to Holly 
if I, that is her real name, I think she's making about that up. her artificial Christmas tree. Hello, Holly. Merry Christmas. Good morning. Merry Christmas to you. Is it really your name? Holly's a Holly very popular actually name. My, Holly, Holly's actually my nickname. Okay. My real name, my real name is Hollis. Oh, well, that's And everybody calls me Holly. Well, I like the name Holland. What a pretty name. Yeah, I thought she said it was going to say her real name was like Chris. It's in Christmas. <laughs> so you've got a problem well, with an artificial tree or a question about an artificial tree? I do. My husband and I have been real tree people for the past half century. And this Christmas, like other Christmases, we went out and picked out the perfect Christmas tree from the lot and brought it into the house and decorated it to the nines. And it was honestly the prettiest tree we've ever bought. And apparently a mama tick this summer thought it was the prettiest tree too because she laid all of her eggs somewhere in that tree Mm. and waited until after we had decorated it and things had warmed up before all her little baby ticks started invading our house. Oh, Holly. This is a a Christmas nightmare. Is right. That would make a great movie. Yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, like if it was in a hotel. Now, wait a minute. This woman is in the midst of a tragedy. I'm trying to write a script here and make some money. But Holly's suffering. All right, go ahead, Holly. Yeah, because we need the rest of the story. The beautiful tree is now out in the side yard. And all of the ornaments and lights are in boxes doing tick detox. And my husband and I overnight have become artificial tree people. Uh. But we know nothing about artificial trees. I bet you are. I have so many questions about what kind of a tree to get and what what is an artificial tree. And can I use my big old lights on it that I've had for half a century? Or do I have to buy a lit one? I just know nothing, and I need to know. Okay. So uh, to start with, uh, artificial Christmas trees, like everything – come in qualities from stuff you would be embarrassed about to ones that look real. So I would say if you're going to get an artificial tree, get a good one. I would also tell you, uh, and again, I'm biased because we're in this business, get an artificial tree from a place that will take care of it. Someone that will fix it because like we fix our own trees. What, and what do you mean fix? What? How? What? Why well, you like need when to the lights go out or a hinge breaks. Oh. For example, does that happen? The countries, often? yeah, sure it does over a ten-year span. But the the country's largest artificial tree online retailer, when the your trees when the lights go out, they'll send you a new set of lights. Well, hell, that's really helpful, isn't it? Oh, it's impossible to put on. Yeah. I don't Is that know the how one that you just that. you just set it down and you go boom and it poofs right out? Are uh, you talking about that one? Yeah, right. I like that really one true. though. So I mean, anyway, Holly, you've got lots of so variations wanna, in quality. Yeah, quality. The PE material is a molded tip. The more PE, the more expensive the tree. That's the 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 molded tip looks the most realistic. Behind it, you will see PVC, which is more of a uh, feels more papery, and that uh, back in the day. Trees were 100% PVC. So, but now they, they've taken on a more realistic uh, shape because of the the formed the molded tip. So, more PE, less fill in the back will will be a better tree. Holly, so can I use my old bulbs, my old yes. lights? Yes. So, 
multi. Okay, it won't well, melt. Well, it. well, wait a minute. I was just that was just coming out of my mouth. You can use C nines, but if they're if they're the old style or C sevens, you got to use LED ones because the heat okay. the heat from those bulbs will melt. Uh, not I don't think to a dangerous level, but I've seen them. Matter of fact, I know because we had a, a model that we had to switch over to LED because the sample they sent in had melted some of the branches. Wow. Okay. Okay. So if I'm if I'm um, not looking for a Christmas tree that will be handed down to my loved ones in my will, um, how much do should I expect to pay? And how long will it last? A seven and a half foot tree would uh, a good seven and a half foot tree would be five to five hundred to seven hundred and fifty dollars. But you will see seven and a half foot trees for a hundred bucks. But they'll have real common lights on them. I mean, you know, upgraded lights and all of the. And then the other thing is minimum hundred lights per foot. So a hundred lights per foot is a well lit tree. More than that. Is a better lit tree less than that? They're trying to give you a better price. Boy, okay. I like talking to you, Pat. I want to be Holly. I know. What about you this? Have is pink? great advice. What's that? What if you want a colored one? Like colored trees or... are out. No one. No, that's not in anymore. That's no, not they trendy. were though, but right now they're out. Okay. So, any other advice that yeah. anyone can think of? I wouldn't water it. Don't water it. And here's here's my other uh, here's my other advice: do not shove it back in the box after it's done. So oh, no. you want to split it into two. You can Just use the, the box. Came. You can you, you ideally uh, you, if you get a bag, but split it up so that if you if you jam it back in the box, you're more than likely you'll damage the tree. How about that? So do they? So what do I what do I store it in? Uh, you, you can, like say, it'll come in a box, and if you go out and buy a bag as well, and then you b- would put half of it in the box and a couple pieces in the bag. Give it a lot of room. Oh, okay. Like, we store 800 trees for our customers uh, in a program that we have, and we have, like, we build wood crates. They look like coffins. Do they and have just tic- stack do, them to the ceiling? Do they have ticks in them? There's no ticks. No. There's no ticks. But Holly, in them. you know what? You could leave it up year round and just decorate it every oh, month boy, with things like you know icicles in January, Valentine's in in February, uh, beer glasses in oh. March. Okay. Um, another way to hams go. Hams in April. I'm sorry. Uh, what was that? Hams. Hams. That's usually for, when we bring out the ham, isn't it? The ham. It becomes like an you know, Easter time. Easter. Yeah. Ham. Stuff I like, think you have too much time on your hands. Yeah, I, no, it's the easiest way. Then you, you never have to really put it away. It's always decorated, always bringing no, you joy no, and I don't fun. Think so, Terry. No, I'm going to disagree with you there because you want that joy when that tree comes out. You don't want it like it's like it's a piece of furniture. Mm-mm. I don't. Mm. So, question: If she spends. Let's say if she goes for the cheaper option, $100 for a seven-foot tree, how long can she expect that tree to hold up? Now, there's the practical one. It's Allison. Um, like two or three years? It just, maybe? you know, it kind of depends on how well you take care of them. Okay. Uh, if you, uh, light sets, if it's a common light set and they start to go and you don't replace the bulbs, they'll go into cascade light failure and a shunt will break in the bulbs and then it's kind of hard to find those. 
So, but if you take care of them and if you're diligent about replacing the the burnout bulbs, um, it'll you know and take care of it. It'll last. You know, we we have I know we have trees in our program that are 10, 12 years old. Wow. Does that help, Holly? I learned a lot. I'm I love learning about this stuff. I learned some stuff today. Uh, that's it, kind of. You helped me ex- a, a whole bunch. Okay. And so, uh, are you are you going to spray the tree and everything with insecticidal stuff so that the baby ticks don't uh, also find uh, love life and make more baby ticks in the artificial tree? In the no, the tree that she has out in the backyard. That's no. Well, will the weather kill him? Will the cold kill him? Yeah, I would think so. Well, we live on 26 acres, so this tree is going to be thrown in the woods and the birds can nest in it. And, yes, the ticks will make more ticks. That's what ticks do. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully they'll just stay in the woods and yeah. I'll stay out of the woods. And I will say this. We, we were ticks, fans. It's going to be even more. Sounds like she has We were fans of real property. trees forever, yeah. Holly. And once we went to an artificial, we're never going back. It's just so mm-hmm. nice, so easy. And there's different ways to duplicate the smell. Pat even has these little wax cubes. And I don't even know what they're called other than wax cubes. And you just set them in the in the artificial tree, and it makes the whole tree smell just yeah, like Yeah, we have a, actually have one. You know what a diffuser is? Diffuser. Um, there you a go. A little bottle, and you, yeah. you put this wick in it and hang it in the tree. And it, it's just amazing. But I think once you go with them, you'll never go back. They're so pretty. They look they look real. They've they've come such a long way on an artificial they tree. Are. They I mean, really do look so real. We still sell a lot although we have sold less fresh cut trees this year. And I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have some that I have left over that I'll have to save till next year. Well if anybody's listening to Holly's call this morning, is what I'll do is I'll they were thinking I'll, about buying it. Then. I'll put them in a net and I'll sink them over in the lake across the street. And so next year, Ooh, that's I'll, where catfish like to I'll hide. Pull them, Ooh, I'll pull them out, like and, and the first people that buy trees next year, it's going to have a little fishy smell. Can't you just say, you know what, come and get them if you want one? I mean, really, when you get to that point where it's like, you know what, I'm not going to do it, can't you just say, hey, come, if you want a tree, come and get it? I guess you could. <laughs> wow, you'd do really well in business. Yeah, you'd be great in retail. Yeah. You know, all she wants to do is operate this pay lake. I yeah, can no. just imagine how that would go. Yeah. Holly, are you still there? <laughs> no, she hung I up am. on oh. I'm sorry you had no, to wait no, through I'm all here. that. Okay. We just, just felt like you were... To... Yeah. I just want to thank you all, and, and I will leave you to it. Thank you all so right. much. You Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Holly. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. She called right at 9 o'clock. Wow. She was ready to go. That's because when somebody's working for me and I tell them... To call in with a fake question about artificial artificial trees, so I can promote our <laughs> yeah. trees, be on time. Can you imagine pulling Good. a tick off of a, off yeah. your tree? I would die. I mean, I've got and that's just oh, one tick. That's just I mean, one tick. She said the guy. That's yeah. an, oh, that's a horror I've heard story. That, yeah, I've heard different things in trees that oh when yeah, it warms I've heard about up. praying mantises, iguana. Yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Iguana. We saw an iguana the other day. Somebody in Arizona or somebody had one and they brought the thing home. Even after it was shook and everything they I'm, do shaken. And then yeah. uh, here comes an iguana. There was an owl. A possum. A possum oh, this yeah. year. Uh, what, what type of television are you get, guys watching? Wow, When we put them on the shaker, the when we put them on the shaker, it's, it's not uncommon for raccoons and stuff to fall out of the tree. That's trees. how you got your raccoon banned yeah. for the train. That's right. <laughs> now I will tell you a funny. I'll tell you a funny story that's happened more than once at our store, and someone will call, and uh, they'll say, "Yeah, we were sitting there, 
and we had decorated our tree and that we started hearing the trees started going oh man and that was one of our radios that they're on the, they're on the kids oh my belts gosh. and when they hold the tree next to them they get hooked into the tree and then the batteries are good for eight or ten hours. So then, as it starts to run out, that's very funny. And they thought that the that's that's a good one. Yeah. And they thought of you, and they brought it back. They brought it back. Wow. I had someone. Uh, the sound we, you were making sounded a lot like an animal, though. I thought you were going to say that's that. Was what okay. I, that's what they always think. It's some sort of animal. We had someone. Uh, uh, I think it was me too. That I uh, we have cordless scanners at the registers, and I went ahead and bagged one one time with <laughs> <laughs> and we were okay. looking everywhere and I looked at the security video and it was just out of sight and that we could not figure out <laughs> finally two months later somebody had bought some and just you know thrown it and they had never opened the bag they go hey I found this in the bag <laughs> oh here's my. that scanner we've That's been looking so how for. much is a scan a portable scanner like that run probably a thousand bucks or oh, so oh patty man God, yeah. I never get anything extra in the bag I get a double receipt sometimes. Who's gotten something extra in the bag that was so you you got home and it was like, hey, wait a minute, I didn't get this this brownie mix. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, it's a gift. It's wow. I hope you take it back. It's never happened to me. I've never got to bring home anything. Because that's what Jesus would want us to do. It's right. Take that back. That's right. A lot of times when people get extra change back when everybody paid in cash. And people, you know, the cashier would make a mistake and give them too much money back. And there's people that would just think that that was kind of like their luck. It's like, no, that's I bet there's dealing. more people than not. Right. You get it back and you think, that's, mm-hmm. that's it was what, meant to be. That's what, No, that's what we call stealing. <laughs> you know, I'm so, not in control. Mm-hmm. This was meant to happen. Uh-huh. 239-9393. When we come back, we'll talk to Mark as we continue on. Saturday's Home and Garden Program brought you in part by the Michelis Corporation. Water, storms, fire, and wet basements. Life happens. Michelis happens to help you through it. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. You're so golden. You're so golden. So I, uh... I uh, was at the store because I was worried we had a train that went down. JMV joins us as well. Hey, John. Three, two, one. <laughs> hey, Pat, how you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Everything is scripted here. So I'm. I wake up. I wake up at three in the morning, yeah. and I'm worried one because my my kids were over there in, in Santa's outpost and they were having a little birthday party. So I'm worried that uh, some. Uh, 30-something tripped over a cord and unplugged a train. So I'm already worried that the trains aren't plugged in. And then we had one that actually broke. So I was at the store at uh, 345 this morning Mm -hmm. checking to make sure trains were plugged in and then diagnosing uh, what the problem was with this uh, train that went down. Mm -mm -mm. So This was supposed to be just fun. Yeah, I know. (laughs) What? 
Yeah. It's just There's a lot happening. Right. There's a lot happening right now. <laughs> you know, and uh, the things we deal with, I, I could write a book, but uh, I, I think I can tell this one because it's pretty innocent. But a parent came up to uh, our uh, Steve, our station manager, and said, hey, uh, Santa was was giving gave our child something and they put it in their mouth some you know it's like like santa gave like like it, like it gave him maybe possibly like an aspirin yeah yeah like santa's <laughs> like worse. pushing drugs or something and so the guy goes said well why don't you go talk to santa it's like so he came back he goes oh it's fine santa was handing out uh was sharing a pack of sweet tarts <laughs> and I said, hey. Uh, What's the matter with people? I know, but I said, hey, Santa, probably probably not a good idea. Yeah. For this gen- this generation, no, you don't give the you kids don't. anything. And you this don't is, matter who you are, you just can't. And this is. So I, I kind of get it. This is country Santa. This is country Santa. He yeah. is as sweet as can be, but we call him sun- uh, country Santa because he'll look at a little girl and he'll go, darling, you sure do look beautiful. Oh, and I would melt. Yep. Is he seeing adults too? Does he? I'm sorry. Is he? If you go in adults? there, yeah. He actually lives in Ohio. He's on and, Tinder, Terry. And comes. Yeah. <laughs> Under the Santa uh, section. He comes over in his little uh, in his little mini bus and uh, lives at the store. So country Santa, and country he was Santa. giving out a sweet tart, and it just yeah. Okay. Yeah, I said, well, well you I need to it. hand out. Why don't we hand out full packages of sweet tarts? Yeah. I think hey. the sweet tarts were left over from Pumpkin Town, by the way. Maybe. So I'd be a bit still. Hey, John, it's nice to have you in the neighborhood. I actually run into you in the hallway now. That's neat. Yeah. How about that? Right across the hall. I was thinking I was going to have to go in there today, but I don't know. If we're going to have to or not, I got to start that pregame at twelve thirty. So I'm actually oh, yeah. out and about right now. Hey, speaking of giving things, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember this. I was a big fan of the show Good Times. Were you guys yesterday? Yeah, I mean Good not times. yesterday. But you guys a big fan of us back in the day. Good Times. Good Times. Good yeah, times. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that JJ? One of, my, one, of my, one of my favorite actors of all time in a sitcom is John Amos, who oh, played yeah. James Evans Senior in Good Times. Um, and then it, this was about the time when, remember, he left the show because when J.J. started doing Dynamite and that started blowing up, he thought it was kind of ridiculous getting away from what they were trying to do okay. with the show. But um, I had completely forgotten the episode yesterday I was watching where, and this was something for 1974-75, where J.J.'s girlfriend accused him of giving her V.D. Did you guys ever see that episode? <laughs> no. No, that, that, no. no, John, I, I think no. I had choir practice that I week. Even hear it. I actually haven't really heard the term V.D. I was going to say, is that still, are people still giving it to each other? I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh, and then he goes into the V.D. clinic. And sit the down. The VD clinic. Yes, Jay Leno. Jay Leno, an up and coming actor comedian, was was the, the doctor. Uh, one of the bit. Yeah, no, he was somebody that also had VD, and he was in the VD? clinic. Right oh, there. it's okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. It just popped my head. It's STDs now. Oh, STDs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So VD. So VD's out. Yeah. Disease any yeah. That is hilarious. VD. Oh my gosh. About that. That's edgy. That's edgy That's for edgy. good times, yeah. right? John, there. as God is yeah. my witness, Allison is on the phone apologizing to Michelle's Corporation, who's in the wings waiting to do their what, spot. What, what's wrong now? Well, because we're talking about VD before we talked. Michelle's can solve a lot of problems, but they're not the Bell Flower Clinic. Well, I mean, let me tell you that I would trust Michelle's. 
on anything they would do, including clearing up my VD. My VD. Yeah. yeah. They can, they, if they, they can. Tr- you know, have you seen all the power washers they have? Oh, over yeah. There? Oh, dear Lord. If they can treat Those mold. Those are called irrigators. They treat mold. They treat mildews. All yeah. kinds of stuff yeah. they can handle. It's the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe It's the crabs. same spray. Maybe they can help with the crabs. Oh, sure. I can't yeah. wait to hear Sean yeah, explain redo. this one. Yeah. Put the new drywall up, paint right over it. I'm good as new. Yeah. 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 That's. Uh, it's all the yeah. You can go to the. Uh, I think the Michalix, uh Clinic is open yeah. at their office. Uh, is it open on they Saturday? Don't I think that, it is. Though. They don't advertise No, they that. don't. No. And they get no. enough walk-in uh, business from their their regular mm-hmm. customers. Word of mouth. Yeah, for VD. <laughs> <laughs> this is Saturday morning radio. Yeah, tell them too that uh, I, my apologies. That's just kind of the, the dice you roll, whatever. Yeah, I call it. Do you talk about this stuff on the ride? <laughs> I talk about this everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen, it's I guess, it just popped into my head when you're talking about giving somebody something, and then I thought, you know what? It was weird yesterday. JJ was accused of giving his girlfriend VD. <laughs> and I, just, I found that kind of funny. Yeah. I did. I found it a little bit funny. Yeah. And uh, Hey, big day, by the way, everybody. Big yes. day in sports around here. Have you guys noticed? Yeah, we're getting kicked off the air at 1130. Uh, yeah, you're used to that. Hey, I've been getting kicked off the air like at 530. Because of the Can you imagine last night? The Pacers hijacking 30 minutes of my time for that mess at Washington. I know. And then giving me that product. Are you kidding me? I know. Are you kidding me last night? But you've got Indiana State, my Sycamores, and Ball State, 145. <laughs> Purdue and Arizona, that's 1v3, right, later on at yep. Cambridge Fieldhouse. And then you got a must-win for the Colts. Surely the goodness is not going to screw this up today, are they, Denny? Denny, they going to screw this up? Don't oh, buddy. Don't, don't, come on, ask me a financial I am question, going. John. I am going to the I'm game. Really, I'm really good at averages. I'm going to the game. Yeah, I'm going to the game, and we have, I haven't been to the game, and uh, we're taking uh, two of our grandchildren. Oh, that'll yeah. be so fun. Yeah, so I uh, expect a win. I like a Saturday game. Yeah. I kind of like a Saturday I, evening game. I yeah. think this is kind of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... remember when the Steelers took us out of the running for the Super Bowl. I kind of yeah. want to know when the when NFL decided. Jim Harbaugh decided, was the I'm kind of interested to know when the NFL decided that Sunday wasn't enough. <laughs> I know. I can't wait till well, Tuesday they night. They could make more money yeah, right. on every single day. One of these days I will love be every it. single day. <laughs> I love it. The I'm thing, I Tuesday don't night football. All these, all these urine yellow towels that are going to be waving from Steeler fans. That will invade today. Uh, I for, I, you know what? I, I forgot about that. Towel. And you know what? I, terrible towel sucks so bad. They do. So and bad. you know what? It's, it's, I don't, you know what? If you want to wave your terrible towel in between the play, but I mean, I literally have seen fights because you're standing right behind a guy. And he's waving the thing and you're having to like lean back so it doesn't hit you in the head and you can't see. It is so annoying. I see a lot. Which makes me hate people from Pittsburgh. And they're here. I mean, when I I was coming in this morning at about eight thirty, and I saw. I mean, there's just a load of them out having breakfast. (laughs) We're listen. Yeah, you can tell because you see the towels waving around. (laughs) John, you're just the bluebird of happiness here. Anything else you want to dump on us? We've talked about VD and the Steelers and and that mess that happened in Washington, D.C. last night. So common themes right there. Hey, Denny, remember that time you went to the Cole Steeler game and you grabbed somebody's terrible towel and blew your nose in it? Remember uh, that? Oh, no. Yeah. That, 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 was, that a, was so mean, Denny, but I loved it. I thought that there was an edge to Denny that I Yeah, yeah. but I, I still have that, that. I still have that chunk of my cheek that's missing from the guy who busted <laughs> yeah. me one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, too, after the game, 
I'm taking my Center Grove eighth grade girls to back nine for a party. How about that? Wow. That's fun. Who calls you an unfun dad? Father of the year. Yeah. We're going to have some fun at back nine. All right. So so, uh, real quick, what time are we going to hear you and where are we going Uh, to hear you at? 1230 from Bullseye. I move up to Touchdown Town at 130 and then we go until 330. Countdown to kickoff after that. 430 is the kick. And a must win. Every must win. if, If they don't win... You're going to be talking about all these playoff scenarios that you have to get help for. You don't want it. That's right. You better win today, gang. But, hey, um, I know I'll probably talk to you next Saturday before Christmas. Have a a fantastic holiday. I want to make sure, just in case we miss one another, you guys know that I'll be thinking much during holiday season and Christmas. And have a great holiday. All right, John. I don't talk to you next week, guys. Merry Christmas, man. Take care. You too, guys. Bye-bye. See ya. It's the Home and Garden Show. Merry Christmas to all of you, to all of you who helped us with Salvation Army Radio Farm last week. Thank you so much. Well, I tell you what, we broke all records, huh? 461,000. It was the best team effort I have seen in years and years and years. And thank you for all the, the contributions, the support. I know some of you listened uh, just minute to minute. It was good to have you. Coming up in the next hour, we are going to do In the Weeds. Uh, Pat and JMV got a little bit longer. Are you back and ready to go there, boss? <clears throat> there he is. Yep. Pat yep. and JMV went too long so he didn't get his In the Weeds in, is what he just said. Well, what just I'm said? just going by the, the schedule in front of me. I didn't even know. <gasps> I thought this was scratch paper. That's Allison's scratch paper. Um... It's just such oh, a good it was segment. At the nine, he saved it for ten o'clock. Nine thirty. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna move that on now, my schedule. Now watch and see because we got craft corner at ten thirty. No, there's no craft corner today. I was just telling you, Pat. There's no, no craft time. corner today. No, I mean that Shoot, takes time. I had a craft I was gonna bring. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. We have. We're here next week. Okay. And maybe we can do two. Maybe we can do two, but I did not want to take time away from days since we're done at 1130. Because callers and Yeah. Yep. There we go. And that's more important than Craft Corner, if people have questions. Hey, and, of course, in the weeds. With how, about, uh, how about the generosity of our, our sponsors and our listeners last week with the, uh, the Radiothon? Four hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars. Sixty-seven? I thought it was sixty-one. It's this says four hundred and sixty-seven thousand. Is this a typo? Uh, no, and it's still climbing. Wow, and it's still climbing. They're still calculating. This I believe the- on WBC.com you can still donate as well. So everyone's so generous. It's uh, Salvation Army is just a great, you know, to they're just a a, a great organization that helps people, and then um, I kind of treat them like. They're my little agents in the field because I feel bad. Like, you know, seeing the homeless guys when I drove in, you know, sleeping on Washington Boulevard. I'm like, one, as a society, why do we allow that? Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I just feel like I'm in the danger zone again. Well, good. That I think I'm going to burp. Oh, oh no. no! Remember, I've started now. I have uh, I've uh, burped on the air twice, and I just feel like I'm kind of in the danger zone. I was I, I had a kolache. Thank you very much, Denny. And I've uh, had two gallons of coffee. And, uh, and that makes a burp. That makes hour gas. number. I don't know, but I'm just telling you, I'm in the danger zone. 
So try not to ask me any questions where I need to use uh, the, Your diaphragm. the letter of S. Okay. <laughs> we'll try I to. think that's what's going to okay. do it. All right. Wow. Hey, don't forget, now next week, you're responsible for that chipty beef cheese ball. Oh, yeah. Okay, because that's, big our, big, that's yes. our big party. Cannot wait for you guys to see my costume. I can't wait. You're wearing costumes? Wait a minute. Yep. We we're wearing costumes? And a uh, wig. He yep. loves putting on a wig. Yep. Oh, boy. It's be very fun. Hey, so the new people that have moved onto our floor here at the MS building, who are they? Is it? I know John's. Like, is it the fan is down it's the here? The rest now? of our right. We've we've um, we've uh, we've brought over. Everybody is together now. That's in the radio. One They're squatters. Okay. Just tell them what they are. They're it's squatters. Not, so not squatters. Specifically, they, they own us, Denny. Yeah, they do. Oh. So specifically <laughs> on this squatters. floor, is it? So the fan is down here now. The fan is down here now, and we've lost. There are seven floors here yep. on Monument Circle, and so you've got corporate Emma's corporate, and then you have Emma's another Emma's company, and then we are from now on um, four. No, we're just on five and six. We're on four and five now. Four and five. Yeah, I think so. Well, Maybe I'm. Four. I don't. I don't know. But anyway, we're we're all kind of um, learning to live together. Okay. Well, so so far our new neighbors. Uh, the coffee machine is now out of service, and the microwave is a hot mess. If that was it before the. I don't there. think so. No, I think that's it's the, truth. the fan. No, no, I, I wouldn't think blame it them. Possibly is those sports guys. It's fun to have them down here because they have all kinds of really cool guests, and uh, so we get the opportunity to see some of the famous people that are around the city, oh, the really? athletes that come in, because oh. we're all on the same floor now together, so we, get on to floor, so we can see them all sitting in the hallway. And then you can just sit there with your phone and get an interview. That's right. It's all so perfect. I also had uh, something, I haven't had anything in my mailbox in literally years. Did you find an, an envelope? Yeah. While you're opening the envelope... Christmas movies. For my Christmas movie friends and fans, there's one right now that just began, I think, on Amazon Prime, and it's called Candy Cane Lane. And I watched it last evening. It's with Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellis Ross, and you will love it. Oh, that's so nice. This is from Bob Zaney. Bob Zaney? Bob the Zaney? comedian? Yeah, the comedian. We had him on the show because he was, uh, Dugan, where was he appearing? He was appearing somewhere in town. Was this a while back in the summer? A few weeks ago. Okay. Ago. Now, Dugan got us set up with it. Yeah. Bob Zaney. And so he just said, uh, hey, thanks. That was nice. Here, Bob. Uh, he's yeah. always on the Bob and Tom show, yeah. I think. Right? That was very nice. Who, who writes a thank you letter anymore? I love when somebody takes the time to do that. Yeah. That takes effort and thought, and it's still very, it's still, bit, I love it. I love getting the letter. Uh, speaking of comedy, you can uh, get tickets to the North Pole Comedy Club the 26th through the 30th. And uh, you take a train ride, and then uh, you'll be entertained by uh, Santa. And then uh, our comedian this year is? I don't know. Who is it? Allison, tell everyone who it is. That means Pat forgot. I can see that in his eyes. On, Tim Cavanaugh? Is that right? Yes, no. she says yes. Duke. Is that right? Cavanaugh? Tim. Tim Cavanaugh? Does that sound right? It sounds right. I'm so sorry. I'm like doing three Tim. other things. Um, Pat, she's got Tim. a job over there right now. I understand, but she's... she's I usually know off she's the top got of my the, head. She's the only one with a young brain. Well... That's right. Oh, Apparently, oh it's going. Yeah. Shoot. I'm almost positive Tim Cavanaugh. Give me... Keep, okay. Keep, keep, keep talking. Keep okay. talking. Oh, well, Lord, no. I tell you what. Uh, Carol has a question for Denny. 
Okay. So good. I thought this could be fascinating. Right. Tim Cavanaugh. Tim Cavanaugh. You hear him on the Bob and Tom show quite often. I knew his face. I and, just couldn't uh, think of his name. He, uh, yeah, I Sorry, thought so. Tim. But some, you know, you ever get that name where it doesn't sound right? Yes. You know Pat it, Sullivan. but it doesn't sound right? It doesn't sound right. Well, that's yeah. why I started questioning myself. Yes. Yeah. Because then you said you didn't know. Anyway, good morning, Tim Carol. Cavanaugh. How are you? Hi, good morning. Good. What's uh, up? Jenny, uh, well, a couple weeks ago, you had mentioned a place in Westfield around 156th Street that the yards all had Santas or snowmen or something yeah. like that in them. Can you tell us again where that location is? We'd all right. We'd love to take our grandson. Okay, it's between Spring Mill Road and Westfield Boulevard. It's on the south side. And I, I'm sorry I don't remember the, cell, the uh, subdivision, but it's on the south side. It's a straight shot. And every house has a big blow-up Santa. And it is really cool. They, they put them all up. They're all exactly the same. You'll know you're in the right neighborhood because the backyard of the, of the most westerly house is just full of blow-up stuff. But this whole neighborhood, I think there's like 12 houses in there, and there's these 12 blow-up Santas. You know what? There's also at, I think it's, uh, my son lives there, Andrew, Yeah. Uh, the 53rd and Delaware that one's on my list. Yeah. and yeah, uh, That's a good one. And Andrew does not have one up. So John Kessler, <laughs> who is uh, somebody that we know uh-huh. from... Actually, John Kessler got me my job in radio. Yeah, John Kessler. Should have never taken executive. his call. Look what, okay, look what's we're helping this lady with their Santas. Hold on. This okay. is all relates. So Kessler uh, lives right... And he called me and said, hey, your son doesn't have the blow-up oh, Santa. Oh, man. So. so he's got to get with it. Hey, Carol, yeah. listen, tomorrow during the first day between 11 and 1, I have a list of all of the cool places around here, Indianapolis, Carmel, uh, down south, all east and west, all the great neighborhoods that have lights out that I've, uh, we made a list of. So we're going to talk oh, about those great. tomorrow. Yeah, that's if you great. get a chance. If you get a chance. Yeah, I usually listen every Sunday. So oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, we Carol. appreciate Carol. it, Carol. If you ever want to co-host, let us know. Hey, listen, Carol has called and Holly has called. All of the Christmas name people are calling. I know. Isn't that fun? That is. Wow, we need a Christopher. How about Chris. someone named Rudolph? A Rudolph would be outstanding. Really great. Rudy. You know what? Dasher would be extra cool. Oh, sure. So uh, are we ready for In the Weeds? Is that now or is it... It can be. Do me cue up the uh, theme music? Well, I don't know. I want to know if Denny's ready. Do you want me to come? I was born ready. I mean, I've been ready since 930 because I thought that's what I was supposed to be. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, everyone, straight faces. Okay. Here we go. Green Acres is the place to be. This is the interlude, Pat. Just a minute. You're living. Well, uh, this week I got on a little bit of a journey looking at Christmas ornaments. And I learned that there are a lot of legends about Christmas ornaments. So oh, wow. today, Terry and and uh, and uh, Pat this is so and Allison, it we're is. going to play a game of which one is it that is a Christmas tree ornament. Okay. okay. So we're going to start off with animals. You ready? Ready. So everybody gets one vote. Is there a story? Is there a Christmas story about a duck? About a donkey? Or about a Dalmatian? Donkey. Donkey. Okay. Donkey is correct. 
And here is the story, and it's a legend that the donkey, the ridge, anybody who's ever ridden a donkey knows that it has two ridge lines. Mm-hmm. It's got it has a ridge. It has a ridge line that comes down off of their mane, and then it has one that comes up from around them, the withers, and it makes a cross right at the top of their back. Yep. And that is because it was the donkey that took Jesus to mm, to Bethlehem to be to, to be you know counted for the first time, and was also the one that brought him in, you know. To Jerusalem before he met his death. The baby Jesus. All right, so you got the first one right. So I'm going to give you both one. Donkey. All right, so the next Donkey. one is also a uh, animal one, and this one, which one has the Christmas story? The rooster, the rabbit, mm. or the raccoon? Oh. Has the what now? Has, has the Christmas story? Has a Christmas is has part of a, a Christmas, Christmas has a Christmas, Christmas story. story about it? The rooster, the rabbit, or the raccoon? Oh, you know, you immediately want to go to soft and furry. To the bunny, but you'd know, you know it's probably I, I, not. I think uh, I think the rooster. rabbit is locked down at Easter. Yeah, I do too. So but I don't think that know. I don't think there's gonna be a crossover there. Uh, what was the other two animals? The rooster or the raccoon? The raccoon seems to appear in a lot of Christmas yeah, stories, I, but does not really the star. Now on our train, I will say we have a three-piece raccoon band that plays. Yeah. So I'm going with raccoon. Then I'll take the rooster. What about you, Allison? Oh, Allison, I left you out. I'm yeah. sorry, sweetie. No, that's fine. Uh, I'll do the raccoon as well. Okay, you want to make a guess on the first one, too? Donkey. Don- Good. Okay, yes. Allison. One for me. All right, so the correct answer is rooster. Yay! And here's why. They said that the rooster always crowed at dawn, always crowed at dawn, and it only crowed at midnight one time, and that was on the night of Christ's birth. And so they call it the Christmas rooster. And the legend is, is that uh, people will buy a Christmas ornament that looks like a rooster. And when the kids all go to bed, they hide the rooster ornament somewhere on the tree. And the first kid to find the rooster gets an extra you're, present. Now you're just making stuff up. No, no that's I'm not. Probably true. No, rooster. No, no. That's kind of like I know a about the pickle. Story, right? You know yeah. about the pickle. Well, that was the next one. Well, we'll, we'll just jump right to that one. The pineapple, the pumpkin, the persimmon, and the pickle. pickle. Which which one? The pickle. Pickle. The we all know pickle. the pickle story. And, the pickle. And, and, it, and it, it, do you know why it happened? It happened because there was always... the Germans said made it happen. Uh, the German glass blowers always had extra glass, and they didn't have enough to, to blow a full bulb, so they just blew these little bitty dinks that looked like pickles. Mm. And they started selling them, and they called it the Christmas pickle, and the yeah. first one to you buy hide, the Christmas hide pickle. The pickle. Hide the pickle. All right. Uh, Here's one more. We sell pickles. One more. The sand dollar, the starfish, the sandpiper. S what? I don't know. As a a a Christmas story, yeah. The sand, you know, the sand dollar, you open it up, right? It's a sand dollar. Yeah, I said sand dollar too because I think when you open it up, there's the little doves. The little doves. I think I'm going with the piper. Okay. Uh, the sand dollar is wrong, but here's the legend of the sandpiper. This, it's not a Christmas legend. The Christmas legend is, is that excuse, the sand dollar... Excuse me. Yes. Did, I'm sorry. The, you just said that this is the story of the sandpiper. A sand dollar. Sand dollar. This okay. is a sand dollar. The, the sand the dollar... <laughs> what, did we get it right? No. No. So. I'm saying the sand dollar is wrong, but it was the coin of the mermaids from Atlantis. That's the legend of the sand dollar. And then, of course, as you break them open, you have the doves that fly away. So there's lots of legends. I need to talk to my that. Sunday school right. teachers. Now, it's mm-hmm. not the starfish. There's the you know the legend of the right, starfish, right. the little boy that's saving the starfish and right. throws them back in. And it's not the legend of the sandpiper. Ah! 
So it's none of the above on that one. So you well, guys, what kind of game is this? Yeah, well, you, you tell us to pick one, and then, <laughs> then you, one of the one of the like letter D should have been none, none of, of the, the above. above. Well, first of all, you chose the pickle before I even gave you the choices. Well, we were just trying to move it along. Second quicker. of all, Terry got most of them right. Pat, you only got one of them right, and so I don't know. I, do you want to hear the story of the sandpiper? I got two right. I got the pickle right, and I got the first one. I didn't. Even even give the pickle as a choice until you just said pickle. I made up the question so that you would win one. How do you grow pickles? Uh, they're cucumbers. What? Yeah. I'll be darned. It's always a cucumber, and then you put it in the vinegar, and that's yeah. what yeah. turns it to a you pickle. Pickle it. Well, you, you pickle you it. You pickle it. You buy pickling cucumbers in a brine of some sort, and you soak it, mm-hmm. and that's then right. it becomes a pickle. But right. it never and is then grown when as a pickle. Sweet. Sweet pickles. Here's here's the legend of the sandpiper. You want to hear it? Yes. It was a movie in 1965 with Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. It was a real love story. But um, sandpiper, uh, she represents, the sandpiper is really a scavenger bird, but it's considered an authentic uh, representation of the Greek goddess Athena. How about that? Athena. Athena. So there you have it. A little bit of in the weeds with Christmas stories. But the Christmas rooster was the one that got me. Had no idea. Nice job. Loved it. Loved it. I still think it's wrong. I think think the raccoon was in there somewhere. Yeah. I think so. Thank you, Allison. Thanks, Danny Paul. In the weeds. To return next week. Okay. What now? I really don't have anything planned. Sure, sure. We can uh, we can probably break now. Yeah, we're only yeah, we five could. minutes late. And then we'll uh, when we come back, we'll talk to Dave. How's that sound? Deal. All right, and then we should. You know what we should do? Hmm. Show planning. It's your show. So You're it's not my show. It's Danny's show. He's the one that puts out the who puts out the schedule thing. I've been Allison. Allison. All right, show. hold on. Let's see. Uh, Ten a.m. Really nothing. Craft Corner. It says Craft Corner. I know, but I was trying to take Craft Corner away because it kind of could take away from people that might call and have questions. Oh. And Terry has to head out a little early. Ten thirty. Oh, I you know Allison, I gotta this leave is at, why you're I gotta in leave at uh, I gotta leave so right get, at ten thirty five. I'm out of here. I got I seriously I gotta get back. Train issues. Train, train issues. issues, yeah. I got a train problem. All right, two three nine ninety three ninety three. Hang on, Dave. We'll get to your call as we continue on. Saturday's home and garden program brought you in part by the Michelis Corporation. Water storms, fire and wet basements. Life happens. Michelis happens to help you through it. So are we going to play more hip music now that uh, some of the other music stations will be right here with us Well, from our Radio 1 family? Are we getting a bigger playlist? I don't know. Uh, we can. The world is our playlist. <gasps> she is so poetic. Wow. Man, I'm crazy about her. She's the best. Allison. Oh, stop it. Not lying. 239-9393 is our number. And we have Dave joining us on the program. And uh, we'll say uh, good morning, Dave. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing great. Excellent. Excellent. I uh, get right to it, I guess. My uh, question is, we, about 60 weeks ago, uh, did the encapsulation of our 
1,800 square foot ranch. Um, We've been in that house for 25 years, and I'll tell you, (laughs) the house is, you know, it it, it changed a bunch of stuff doing that. And uh, dried the house out. We kind of live up on the north side, Nora area. There's a lot of water issues up there, groundwater you know, issues. Yep. yep. And so that really cut down on the humidity. That's awesome. Uh, well, the house has never been this dry in the winter, so we're going to actually have to repair now the humidif- uh, humidifier. humidifier. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole deal was, is we did not do a dehumidifier in the crawl space. And that's my question. I mean, what, we got wood floors. There's no carpet. You know, as they, they all tell you all the air comes from the crawl space. So why do we need to dehumidify that if it's sealed up good? I don't think you really do. I would be looking at the humidity in the home. You want to, if it's around what, Denny, 35, 45%? 35 until it gets really, really cold. And then you start streaming it back yeah, down yeah. 25, 20. Well, we, yeah, we're lucky if we're 30, yeah, 35, 40% tops. And you uh, do I remember not. last winter. We're like in the high 20s, <laughs> and that's why we want to go back to the humidifier, possibly. But, yeah. and, you know, whole home. The, the air dries out naturally in the atmosphere during the winter months for a variety sure. of reasons. But you're probably going to need to add a humidifier. I don't think you're going to need dehumidification in the crawl space at all. No. Once you do that encapsulation, okay. See, my, it's done. My, uh, after even uh, with the encapsulation, my humidity was still running, you know, in the 60s. So we did put a... And, you know, a dehumidifier down there, and that that controlled it. So, mine was a little different, but you certainly do not need a dehumidifier. Nope, nope. Terry, I would again. I mean, you guys are the best, um, so I'm just going to trust you on on what you're saying about that. <laughs> that was a lame. I answer. think it's interesting. No, wait a minute. We're not getting credit for all the calls. Uh, since I gave out my phone number for what the fellow with the plane, what happened to Dave? I accidentally hung up on him. I'm so sorry, Dave. Dave, <laughs> Allison. We are a wreck. after we just we said how Dave was our buddy. We, I'm so sorry, Dave. We I just hope said, you're still listening. We just said how great Allison is and how wonderful it is, and she just dumped was, Dave. Yeah, it was. It was. It's gone to my head. Oh, wow. wow. Merry Christmas are you to you, drinking Dave. Again in the morning. Golly. I think I need to start. Maybe that's talked about that. I thought the therapy <laughs> was helping. All right, Dave. Oh, well, boy, thanks anyway. Call back if you have any more questions. Yep. Yep. Anyway, I started. Are open. I, I gave out my phone number. I've already answered two more, two more questions on air. Don't text me your questions. Call in 317-293 or 239-9393. Oh, 317-239-9393. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey, good morning. Welcome. Pat Sullivan, uh, Denny Smith. Allison is here. Uh, Terry had to go. She was going to a toy drive at a fire department out in, at the airport, out on the uh, east side, Mount Comfort. Mount Comfort. Uh, Terry is so involved with the community. It's amazing, all the different things she does. That uh, That is a combined uh, community event with the fire department and that firehouse that's out at the Mount Comfort Airport. I think it's, I can't even remember what it's called now, but everybody knows it as the Mount Comfort Airport. Terry's really great. It's huge. It, it's a it's a big deal. Terry is super what she does in the community. See what I was doing there, Allison? Hey, uh, Denny started talking about a firehouse, and I was talking about Terry. Oh. How, how great she is. Because she's so involved in the, the community. community. 
Because Firehouse Denny's talking about work. Firehouse. 844. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, Denny. Okay, what was I doing? Oh, before we forget, so the problem is oh, you, guys comp- window. you guys complimented me. And I think okay. it threw me off my game. Yes. So uh, at the end of George's call, we usually play the Faber B window yes. song. And so, I clicked the wrong button. So that will require it to be played twice. So here we go. B window. That's Faber's B window. Trust me. And, and it, the make do. Yep. Here we go again. That's Faber's B window. Trust me. Thank you for understanding, George. Yeah, and I'll <laughs> send them a card. A personal card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, regular Jeff joins us on the program. Hey, Jeff. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Denny. Uh, I noticed that you were doing the Indiana Foundation commercials this morning, and i got to be honest with you. We had them come in, and we have a home in Martinsville. Sir, hold on. Can I get your first name? Um, the floors were settling in a little bit, and I'll tell you what. They came in, Indiana Foundation Services. Uh, they came in, and... Set up some jacks in the basement, busted out the floor, blah, 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 put everything in. And I'll tell you what, I've got a little work to do because it did stretch some of the drywall and all that. But, I mean, they did an awesome job. So, kudos to them. My next thing would be i got to get a hold of George, and it's probably going to be after Christmas. We've got about 11 windows in the home here. Remember, Mama and I, we've lived in big homes and raised our kids, so now it's the current eye. So I would like to know if George uh, refurbishes old windows because my wife really wants to keep the integrity of the home. Hmm. Thank you for all that you guys do, man. I love you all. Uh, uh, You know, I'm a diehard listener. Yeah, we appreciate you listening. I'm going to be your Uncle Denny here for just a second, Jeff. Every time I have tried to deal with the mullions and re-putty and and use all the diamonds and re-glaze everything, it's turned out to to be a fiasco. The efficiency of the new windows, whether it's double glass, uh, triple glass, whether it's the argon, uh, they can make them look like anything. But to put all the money into refurbishing, brother, I just can't make the case for it. I'm a financial guy, and I just can't make the case for it. Now, Pat, you got a lot of old houses. Yeah, but uh, I'm with you. I mean, uh, my nephew, Bo, has a beautiful house down in, um doesn't matter where it is. No, it doesn't matter. But they, it's all single, this beautiful home they restored, but the glass is still single, It, it single pane. Like, even some of the stuff that has never been broken has the waves in it where you can yeah. see it in there. People always want but it to like, be authentic. Well, yeah. sometimes authentic costs you a lot just to be authentic, and- I don't know. It, I think they had regular windows put and in. And I'm not second. busting your chops, Jeff. I'm just trying to give you a different perspective that sometimes keeping it the same. Now, what George can do, I will tell you, that he most, can stain a lot of, anything. They've got a stain shop, and they can actually match the uh, the woodwork the, as close as they can get it, and boom, at least at least that part will be authentic. So, now listen, you're not you're not selling me, okay? I'm already I know. on new. I, I understand we're, we're triple t- pane, new windows. Efficiency. Uh, you're not selling me. It's trying to sell my uh, my wife. Who's tell your wife that they want old school. Yeah. Tell your wife that that cleaning mullion windows instead of cleaning one pane of glass, you're going to clean nine or twelve panes of glass, and it's going to take you nine or twelve times as long. So tell Jeff, her and, you and, love her too much to yeah, to and, make her put up. With and that. tell her with the new windows, she'll be able to light candles. 
I got you. <laughs> I like that. Right, hey, you, thanks for the good word on uh, Indiana Foundation see Service. You, Jeff. They're the yeah. real deal. They're the real deal. There you go. 239-9393. Uh, up next, we have John joining us on the program. Hi, John. Hey, how are you? We're doing swell. Good. Hey, we're the, we're, uh, we live in Brownsburg, and we want some good drinking water out of our to be able to drink. So we're trying to find out if it's worth putting in an under-the-sink drinking water filtration system or what. What's the best thing to do? Is it possible? Oh, yeah, it's it's really possible. Uh, they have under-counter reverse osmosis. They're called RO systems. And I won't uh, – <laughs> it makes me sound like I'm a conspiracy nut. But because I have seen the assays – of the herbicides, the pesticides, and the parts per million, parts per billion the of ass, ground ass? assays, A-S-S-A-Y-S, of, hmm. of what's in hmm. water. Even though they are below the parts per billion and parts per million by the EPA, I still don't want my grandkids drinking that water. And it's not that it's going to kill them, it's just that it's not good for them. So for putting in reverse osmosis, which is the same technology as the kidney dialysis machines, it's, it removes, removes all the impurities. I, I would encourage you to get a reverse osmosis unit. Danny, is uh, one part of the city have worse wa- water than the other parts of the city? Uh, all of the municipalities have different sources of water. Some of them pull it from White River, some from Eagle Creek. Some of them are from deep wells, and some of the deep wells need to be replaced. Morgantown, uh, I don't know if you saw it this week, one of their uh, wells got uh, tapped by something and it made everything muddy and so they were showing the pictures of people open up the kitchen faucet and just yeah. brown water coming out um i'm not saying that a reverse osmosis would would filter um could filter that type of volume but for drinking water rather than buying a gallon of water of, of so-called distilled water drinking water at the store i put mm. in an ro unit they're they're easily maintained and they will protect your family so that's and what you, i did that can go underneath the sink and yeah, absolutely it it's got a small tank maybe the side of it is a soccer ball the membrane and the pre-filter and post filters are just like little cartridge tubes but yeah. unless you got a really dink on a dinky under the sink yeah they'll get it in there try the it's folks at close. c try the folks at c and j 852 well 852 okay. well they're right there in your neighborhood and yeah. uh they know what they're doing okay what do we think about the the pictures you put in the fridge like the british um, you know, we use those at the office all the time. Uh, that was before we had reverse osmosis. And what a lot of people are doing uh, with those, and those, by the way, those filters poop out and you have to replace them. It's just a pain in the butt. I would, I would much rather have it at the point of use, which is at a faucet, a separate hydrant for a reverse osmosis. John, thanks for the call. We yeah. appreciate it. Our number, 239-9393. Steve, hang on the line. We'll get to your call uh, when we return 93 WIBC. Dan, you got kind of the sniffles over there. It seems like everyone's getting... I don't getting... have the sniffles. I'm oh, don't fine. You? No. Everyone's been sick. I mean, I've never seen... I mean, we have at work, I mean, you know, our night manager, Dick, is got uh, is, is ill. It's just like we've had... Uh, it's the season. Santa, Santa, Santa. Poor Santa. That's all 
are off our schedule, and we have been scrambling to uh, to fill our obligations to our our customers riding the Sullivan Express. So if uh, if uh, you're asked to sit on uh, Tim from the plumbing department on his lap, and he is going to tell you about water pressure uh, and the things that uh, you can do to improve it, uh, you know, as far as aeration, aerators and stuff. So, And then he'll also take your Christmas list. So. Speaking of Christmas, uh, I've had some wonderful calls. I got a text message from Julie Wilder, uh, who is uh, working with us here at Radio 1. She says, there is a fabulous backyard Christmas display on the east side of Oak Ridge Road, between 161st and 171st, and a giant Santa, Santa taller than the ranch house it sits in front wow. of, is on the northwest like corner. Like a blow up? Yeah, I love those type of things. And then the name of that subdivision I was trying to tell the listener that's on the south side of 156th Street is called Two Gates, G A I T S. Two Gates, and it's between um, Oak Ridge Road and Westfield Road on the south side, Two Gates subdivision. Great, great Santas. I just love seeing all these Santas, the blow-up ones. You know? It seems like the uh, blow-ups are, I mean, they never went away, but when they first came out, they were really big, and... Then everybody thought they were tacky. I don't think they're tacky, and I love it when they've all got them together and, and put them like that. Oh, you think they're tacky. I don't know. Yeah, I you know what I think they're tacky? is during the day when they I guess they're on timers and then they're they're just laying like in the yard they're deflated deflated it does, oh, I yeah. will say that looks really so sad. I would say if you're going to have one uh let it run 24 hours a day yeah and now, keep it if, if we went last night to Connor Prairie's uh, Christmas on the Prairie what fun Jonah yep. was working um uh, he has to volunteer over there and he was working the slide they called it the Polar Express slide which was inner tubes going down this big hill. But they have Beautiful lights. Night every, oh, my gosh. They have lights everywhere, and all the old old houses are decorated in old Christmas styles. But if you get a chance, go out to Connor Prairie uh, for Christmas on the Prairie. It's, there you it's go. a wonderful thing. Uh, Steve joins us on the program. Hey, Steve. Uh, good morning. First of all, i got to say I'm really excited. I've got George Faber's elves coming over on Monday to install a big patio door for me. Oh, nice. So I'm looking forward to that and really a quality experience with uh, Faber's uh, people coming out here and got a chance to see that cool program they have and how it'll look on your on your house. So oh, that real is really excited. cool. Steve, thanks uh, for the kolaches last week. Yeah, you were trying to keep the, the folks and the team on Radiothon all jazzed up and gassed up and thanks for the kolaches last week you're you're you're, you're welcome and denny just uh, before i ask my question i can't say enough about that cnj reverse osmosis water system we've had it in the house since we built it and it just was really great water and in fact when my daughters come over they bring gallon jugs to fill it up to take home with them isn't that the they greatest? don't have that in their house isn't wow that's the greatest Here's my question is we have a builder grade hot water heater in our basement and we have Hope Plumbing coming out next week to do some uh, maintenance on it. What's the expected lifespan of a builder grade uh, hot water heater? Steve, all of the grades of water heaters are exactly the same. They are rolled steel unless they have gone with the marathon design that is put out by Ream that's made with a poly ethylene or a uh, excuse me polybutylene liner they are all the same steel the only difference is the anodic protection on the inside 
and if they extend it or make a make a beefer beefier anode rod in there it protects the steel a little bit longer but the steel is exactly the same I don't know what type of service they're doing. Hopefully, they'll pop the anode rod and take a look at it and see if it's been totally eroded away. Uh, what that anode rod does is it takes all of the uh, decomposition and, and uh, destruction that would normally happen by electrolysis or whatever on the inside of the tank, and it sacrifices itself so that it doesn't get to the steel and rust out. So you can replace them. Pat, hardware stores used to keep them all the yeah. time. Do you, do you still stock no. them? No. You know what, though, I just thought of? What's that? You kind of, in a way, are the sacrificial rod of this show. God, no kidding. Because you're you're accepting all the jabs and the barbs, and then you just kind of hold on Steve, to it. Steve, listen to this, so, and please put this down on So tape. that they don't get to Allison or to Terry. Sometimes I take some of the most caustic water. Yeah. The rustiest water, the That's right. water full of all the pollutants and microbes. They come out of my mouth. The amoebic dysentery that, that comes out of my follow. mouth. And I give up my body willingly for yes. the show. But I sometimes don't see it coming. And Denny, that's what the anode rod does. The sacrificial rod of yeah. this Did he just program. say he gave up his body for the show? Yes, he did. Yeah. And I believe him. Well, I was in comparing myself to an anode rod there. Yeah. Sacrificial sure. rod. Sacrificial rod. Yeah. Steve, thanks for the call. You're welcome. Hey, great holidays to you, Steve. Thanks for everything. You're the, you're uh, the, you really are one of the best. We yeah. ought to make you the listener of the year. You know what? And people don't realize uh, Steve is kind of a big time. I saw him Homeland at, Security. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah, I saw him on, on an engineer. Is he driving a train? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because he's undercover for Homeland Security. How'd you like looking to tell, for infiltration? How'd you like to be able to tell your family and friends? Hey, we got somebody who's yeah. working with Homeland yeah, Security driving the train. Uh huh. He's uh, protecting us all. No, he really is. Right out of Mission right. Impossible. Hour number three coming up, 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Some folks say that grown-up men are still just little boys. But really, the only difference is the price of our toys. We go for macho symbols like guns and running shoes. Pickup trucks, hunting ducks, and power tools. Power tools. Hour number three of uh, Saturday's Home and Garden Program brought to you in part by the Michelis Corporation. Water storms, fire, and wet basements, life happens. Michelis happens to help you through it. Our number, 239-9393. Get those calls in because to, uh, at the bottom of the hour, at 1130, we will join IU Basketball. So it is a big, big sports weekend in the city. This is a big game for them. This is Kansas. Kansas is always a powerhouse. And uh, this will be this will be a good test for IU. And then also after the IU game, I do want to mention Eat, Drink, Smoke. That's Tony Katz's show. He's doing a live show from Premier Arms. Oh, out in Brownsburg. And out you'll be Brownsburg. able to, if you want a great Christmas gift, he'll be signing his book. That's right. Let's go barbecue. Let's go barbecue. How barbecue. about that? Sounds good uh, to me. Yeah. So uh, we've got that going on. Uh, I will be going... Uh, Back to work, where the Sullivan Express is uh, currently running, hoping to get our seventh train working. We uh, we snapped a uh, like the key, you know, the key stock 
in the uh, drive wheel. So, oh, uh, oops. So, uh, do you have a drive uh, a key a key lock driver for that? You're just going to use a screwdriver and drive it out and replace it? No, we'll re- they 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 have new hubs for it that they're okay. putting on this morning. I just buy uh, a new train. Well, yeah. Hey, by the <laughs> way, I am a big fan of the new name of the Fisher's team, Fisher's Freight. I think that is Fisher's really what the the new. I don't know what type of league is it. It's it, it's a basketball league, um, but it's called Fisher's Freight. The high school? No, it's a prof- it's a semi pro team. But oh. it's called Fisher's Freight, and like freight it's in train. yeah. You know they've they've moved the ice up to the new place in Fisher's. They're building that stadium. Well, they're hockey team. Pat, what are we talking about? I am just telling you that the new nickname of the professional sports team that is coming to Fisher's is known as the Fisher's Freight. But it's, that's a basketball team. I think so. Okay. But it goes and after, the ice are moving up. The ice, yeah, that was a decision made a couple of years yeah. ago. But the whole idea is that they're going on the freight train <laughs> thing, Fisher's Freight. I it's just, actually an indoor football team. Indoor. I'm sorry, <laughs> guys. <laughs> don't take anything we say here and tell other people. Here's the thing. Always get a second you, source. You never let anybody finish a statement before you interrupt them, Pat. So. I don't know if they were hockey or billiards okay. or what. All I was so, just trying to tell you that I liked the name of the so Fisher's Freight. Because I interrupted you, that gave you license to give out bad information and not really you, to know. No, I just said you the profession. You, you, you s- opened your mouth before you really knew the full story. I said professional sports team. You pushed it, and I said, I don't know. I said, said basketball. basketball. You said okay. yes. And this and is like arguing with your wife. Then you're starting to talk she about She just keeps ice. asking questions. And I'm like, is it a hockey team? I know how to solve yeah. this problem. You know where I... Uh... Thanks for calling WIBC. <laughs> how can we help you? Oh, I haven't even answered this problem. Uh, I know, I did. I, know. W-I-B-C. I was listening... Yeah, I was listening to uh, Pat and Denny, and they were talking about a Fisher's Freight, which is the football team. Yes. Football team, but, thank you. But Fishers is also going to hold uh, the Pacers G League team at that arena, too. There okay. we go. That, that, thank there you, you go. very much for saving so, my bacon. It won't make any team? difference to Pat, but thanks no, it, for making it. It will, but all right. Now, where is the hockey team playing? It's, it's going to play there as well. Okay, same same facility. So we got it's a three-sport facility is what you're telling us. Yeah, yeah, they're going to have the ice underneath the, the court. Excellent. Hey, thanks for the information. Thanks for straightening that out. All right, so you can Appreciate see it. my you can see my confusion, Pat. I knew basketball was involved, right? But uh, what I was saying is the gentleman that called actually he would have been uh, more equipped to do that story because he actually knew what he was talking about. Can we go back to you, the call before? Where well, you just had like a Steve bit wanted of to know what he needed to do on his builder quality water heater, and I said you got to look at the sacrificial rod. The Fisher's Freights are part of the Indoor Football League, and they're going to play their home games at the new Fisher's Event Center starting in March of 2025. Dear and that's Lord. also where there's going to be ice underneath to wow. do hockey. Yeah. That is great stuff. We'll edit the rest out. Yeah. The whole idea is I really thought the name was really good. I mean, I'm a Speedway Spark Plug guy, which is just a high school team, Pat. It's on the west side, Speedway Spark Plugs. But the Fisher's Freight, that is just really cool. It's the the logo is the picture of the front end of a freight train with the word freight across the bottom. It's, so it's that's really nice. because it was a hub. It was a hub. Okay. It was for trains. I guess I wasn't really aware of that. I know. You were too busy jumping on me. Well, 
you know. No, that was really before I even met you. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Here's Let's Phil from Fishers. All right. <sighs> Deep breath. I know. Save Hi, Phil. Me. Save me, Phil. Save me. Wanted to point out that the basketball team uh, will be playing at the arena that's going to be built in Noblesville, not Fishers. <laughs> Dear Lord in heaven. Uh, hey, Phil. Yeah. Merry Christmas, brother. You know, the the idea about when you get your ass kicked publicly, you gotta just acknowledge you've had your ass kicked, and my ass has been kicked. I'd I'd like to say thank you, Phil. <laughs> Lord. The, the, the Indy Kittle and the, the Freight will be playing at the Fishers facility. All right. But the G, the G League team that's owned by the Indiana Pacers will be playing at the new uh, arena that's being in Noblesville. Okay. And, and what's the what's the basketball team's name going to be? The Fishers Freight. Well, they are, they are currently the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, uh, or the Mad Ants, because they've left Fort Wayne. Uh, but they will be, I believe, renamed when they get to uh, start playing in Noblesville. So instead of the Mad Ants, which was named after Mad Anthony Wayne, now they're going to be just the Mad Fishermen? The Mad... No, no they're in Noblesville. The Mad, okay, the Mad Millers? They will be the uh, Mad Nobles, maybe. Mad Nobles. There you go. Yeah. Phil, thanks for and embarrassing so, me and, publicly. And I, so it's the not fishers, happening very often So here. the Fishers' freight <laughs> is a minor league baseball team. No, it's not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, Phil, well, thanks for helping me laugh. Indoor football league. Yeah. Now, are they, are they doing the professional bowling in the same God. facility? <laughs> Does anyone know? <laughs> hey, I Phil. think they're just going to play that straight on Allisonville Road. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> wow. Wow. I just got a text message. <laughs> I feel that dizzy. <laughs> they ought to have Harbor Freight as the show sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. Uh, thanks, Harding. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. It's right, good thing we, it's only take, a two let, and a half hour show. That's what I can say. Uh, Jim joins us on the program. Uh, good morning, Jim. Hey, good morning. Um, on the water heaters, I always heard that a Bradford White is a good uh, brand of water heater, and then also uh, the uh, anode rods. Uh, they have a ones now that are electrical charged. Yes. So, yeah. That yeah, the Bradford White. Yes, go ahead. I just going to say I agree with you. The Bradford White is a terrific water heater. They're one of the first water heaters to go with a base two-year warranty, and then the extended warranties of up to five to ten years. And uh, Bradford White was one of the first ones to do that. I'm a big fan of that company. Now, how about the? Yeah, uh, I got a uh, uh, electrical charge. Yeah, that's an aftermarket product. I haven't seen it on any mainstream uh, water heaters just yet. I'm sure it'll it'll step in there, especially on the power vents since they already have power there. But that um, that electrical anode rod as the sacrificial rod is a great idea, and it will outlive anything that is uh, done with just the basic metals in what they call the noble scale of of metals where you just have the hierarchy of the electrons being passed on to a lower value. And I, I like the idea of doing it electrically, but the, we don't always have electricity at a water heater. Yeah, but uh, all right, why do the, uh, the manufacturers 
put those vents so daggone tight to where you have to have a half-inch impact done to uh, <laughs> get those rods out. That's an inch and sixteenth hex head nut, and I can tell you story after story where I've had two or three plumbers holding on to the water heater while the other plumber has a cheater bar of about 48 inches trying to back that thing out. I don't know why they do it. They set them in there with impact wrenches, but it's enough to make a preacher cuss. Jim, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Our number, 239-9393. Coming right back with more 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. What turned out to be a disaster of a show from the very start has finally come to an end. The final segment, it's the speed round, where God we take your calls Fisher's at 239-9393. 239-9393. We will work through them one at a time. Boom, 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 boom. But you want to tell us about your plans for Christmas, and that's okay. The speed round is brought to you by... Thompson Furniture and Mattress in Columbus. Great pricing on Lazy Boy, Indiana-made Smith Brothers Furniture. Mattresses made in Indiana and maintenance-free outdoor furniture. Listen here, Pat. Free delivery up to 75 miles. ThompsonFurniture.net. Who's ready for the speed round? Who? The the Harbor Freight's ready. 239-9393. Hey, coming up is the IU basketball game. We're going to be leaving you right at 1030. I want to wish the best to the Indiana Hoosiers and thank them and Learfield Sports again for very graciously allowing us to broadcast the Auburn game on a sister station last week so that we could keep going with Radiothon. What a community effort, Pat. Yeah. Everybody stepped up and made that all happen. Yep. We want to thank our sponsors. We want to thank the musical guests that oh, we had throughout fun? the day. Uh, we really had some great, and you know what is is great? Even like uh, companies like, uh, or companies, um, groups like uh, Basement Brass, they've been doing this now for 20 years. And I remember the very first time we asked them, they were kind of like, what? what? What are you doing? Yeah. And they weren't that, you know, they said, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Well, and Eleanor, they re- one, one of your employees, yep. Eleanor, lives real Eleanor close Siever. to Bill Schmidt. And, um, you know, it's just a great story. And I don't think people appreciate how good Basement Brass is. Yeah. I mean, they. I've been listening to CDs that Bill gave me as a gift, and they are every bit as good as the production quality from the Philharmonics in Philadelphia, New York, Chicago. These guys are first, And you got to play class. with them uh, with the, the you know, flugelhorn. I, I know. I didn't play as well as they did, but, you know, they're so gracious. I, I couldn't mean, tell. You couldn't tell? No. It, it was the highlight of Christmas for me well, to be good. able to play with that. So, so uh, yeah. And Peterman Brothers, a brand new sponsor, picked up the uh, phone bank and also a whole hour of the production, which is not, I mean, there, these, there were some serious contributions yeah. by cities. Uh, businesses and uh, I thought we were going to do well, but then you always kind of hit that stall in the middle of the day, oh, or gosh. you don't know when it's going to come. Yeah, but ours, it is ours hit about three o'clock. About three o'clock, and uh, you're thinking, okay, so we are pretty sure we're going to get to four thirty-seven, which was our uh, what we did last year as a record, and then to push that thing to four hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars. Right, and that's been cl- climbing all week. This is a week ago. And now it, you know what's going to be next year, don't you? Oh, Lordy. 
Yeah, it's probably going to have to be 500000 Yeah. Yeah, but when you look at the purchasing power parity of where the dollar is, Pat, of the original dollar back in 1913, if, if a dollar was worth a dollar, what do you think a dollar from 1913 is worth right now? You're going to die. You're going to die. A, a cent and a half. It is depreciated really? 98 and a half cents. Wow. So depreciation takes its toll, and it certainly has taken the toll on the money that's been given to the Salvation Army. But they're hanging in there, Yep. and they're doing it. All right, now Brad's going to give us a clean Christmas. All right, hey, Brad. Hi, I got this from my therapist. It's a clean joke. Um, okay. Where does Santa Claus keep his money? Where does Santa Claus keep his money? You know? No, no, no. The snowbank. Yeah, oh, the snowbank. We thought you we thought you forgot, but Thank that's you, Brad. good. He saved that one. Didn't yeah, he? that's a cute one. Yep, the snowbank. Okay. Well, right. uh, what are you uh, doing the rest of the day? A, next, um, still working. Um, I got. I'm behind in classwork. I got behind classwork. Hey, next week is our Christmas uh, celebration. I expect the cheese ball and the chippy yep. dip and all that. I'm going to try to get uh, Scott from the grill department. Uh, to come up with one of his famous uh, bourbon bread pudding. Oh, my gosh. Jane's going to make a monkey will. bread for us. But just uh, from the restaurant, bring in some of yeah, those takeout Matter of fact, I'll, I'll, I'll put that so you guys can take some because that's yeah. a lot of monkey bread, and uh, that would be a lot of and sweets And since we right have there. a couple minutes, I'm going to tell you, of all the people that I buy for, you are the hardest. You own a, a gift store. You own retail. But I found a gift that you will you will not you don't have it in your stores. You've probably never even seen it or thought it. But I finally got a present for you that's not a squatty potty. I was gonna say squatty potty. Now I, it's I have not liked, a cowbell. But I have liked the glass cleaning stuff that you've given yeah, me over the, the years. Thanks for your, your but did you give me a box of the pads too? Yeah, yeah. And have, I'm they're looking at your off. glasses they're, now. They're, they're filthy. So bad, and it's like I usually. I spilled those all over the back of the truck, so I, I just reach back there, and I think of you every time when Is I'm kind of right? reaching through the trash on the, uh, you know, in the back of the car. Yeah, I, I used find to, one. And, it used to be the White Castle boxes. Now it's just trash back there. My car right now, this time of year with the train running, and it's like uh, people would be, you would think that someone was living out of the car. That's what well, my truck looks like. Do you ever tell the kids to go out and uh, just get in my truck, and then you're embarrassed to tell them to do that? Oh, I couldn't. I, I would could never have a, <laughs> a guest rider with me. I could never. I wouldn't let anyone near it. What's I don't worse, even like your desk or your truck. Oh Ooh, boy, that's boy. a tough one. I would say the truck probably. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because it's self-contained smell. See, <laughs> at least the, at least the office when the doors open, it airs out. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? First of the year, I'm going to clean it all up. With it's going to be my sandblast. it's going to be my New Year's resolution. All right, we will uh, see you next uh, week for the big Christmas show. Uh, enjoy this weekend. Enjoy the holidays, 